Welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And tonight we have a special guest on the show. We've got Ian Geldart. He's an actor and he is the creator and host of Real Legitimate Anthology, which is a full cast audio drama and uncovers new adventures each series. So we just want to welcome Ian to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. Thank you, Ian, so much for joining us on the show. Um, we're thrilled to have you here, and we—I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> you super be. sincere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot of questions about yourself, about RLA. Is that appropriate? Do you uh, use that acronym? Yeah, no, that's definitely a shorthand because saying real legitimate apparitions like 20,000 times a day is pretty exhausting. Um, yeah, and I was exhausted writing it. A hundred percent. RLA is definitely, well, and also all of our, I'm just going to cut to the chase. All of our socials are RLA series. So I figured, we use, yeah. I use our RLA a lot. And definitely in retrospect, naming it real legitimate um, apparitions, real legitimate anthology was you know, the amount of people who can't spell legitimate, including me, a lot of the time. Same. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget one of the I's. Yeah, no. It's like, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. A's, E's, I's. It's a mess. I know. It's a lot of vowels. <laughs> RLA all, is all perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So let's get things started. First of all, Ian, uh, can you share with listeners a little bit about yourself and your background and what got you into podcasting? Because I know you're, you've got actor uh, and creator in your bio on Instagram. Yes. So, um, so let's hear about all of that and what led you into podcasting. Uh, yes, my foray into podcasting. Well, I started. I was born um, a little baby, and then I slowly, <laughs> and then I slowly grew up, um, and decided to be an actor in Montreal, um, and uh, and uh, did that for a bit, and uh, enjoyed it living in Montreal, and then I moved to Toronto trying to continue being an actor and I lost, left all my friends and I had a lot, of, a lot of time on my hands because I wasn't acting that much to, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but I wanted to talk to my friends and I love listening to podcasts and I was actually just starting to listen to like fiction podcasts and like audio drama podcasts. And so I was like, oh man, why don't I write a podcast and it can be funny and it can be silly, but it'll be scripted and it'll be in a kind of an excuse to talk to my friends who live across Canada. Like, hey, it's kind of like yeah. when you when you when you get your friends to be like, hey, you want to be a mo- in a movie? And then it's just like just a way to talk to them. So that was kind of <laughs> yeah. what uh, you had to bribe them into talking to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't, I, you're going to be a star kid. Why don't you come on my podcast? Um, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do the same thing. 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's how it kind of started. And then I found out that I kind of enjoyed it and that I liked writing and then I got into more into sound design and more into like sound production and then uh here I am now on your podcast perfect and that was how many years ago that you kind of honestly way back in 2016 and I started like making it on GarageBand and um pitching it to like CBC and pitching it to all these places and they all said no um and then (laughs) Uh, but then uh, like fine tuning it and getting a little bit better. And then, uh, yeah, 2020 is when our podcast launched with the Sonar Network with real legitimate actors and then apocalypse. And then now apparitions. How long are each season? Because I didn't really get a sense of how. 100%. Each, each season is 10 episodes. Um, and the first season, they kind of getting, been getting longer every series. So the first 
Relegitimate Actors was about 20 minutes an episode. Apocalypse was like 40 minutes an episode. Apparitions is like 45, 50 minutes an episode. So a little bit longer. Yeah. So we're looking at like a few hours for the yeah. whole series. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Lots of um, similarities between you and us. We also were both former babies at one time. <laughs> Do you remember most of it? Because I, it, most of it slipped my mind. No, it's the craziest thing. Yeah, a lot of it has been mm-hmm. lost to time. Um, <laughs> you bring up a wonderful, but that trauma, a that wonderful, yeah, the unknown trauma has the unknown trauma. It's just there's triggers 100%. you don't know what. But it just happens. You see a cradle and yeah. you start to cry. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. start yeah. bawling. Just, just breaking down. We also, Marie started this podcast in 2017. Yeah. Uh, oh so gosh. not too far off you. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I wasn't actually a part of the podcast until I think three years ago. And why now? were you brought yeah, in? Three, yeah. um, but I, because I'm an entertainer. Uh, why no. not? <laughs> um, uh, because it, why it, was I brought in? Really, it, it got a little difficult um, mm-hmm. talking to myself <laughs> with no guests <laughs> and trying to be like, "Will you hear this crazy right. story?" Right, and there's and no one. Reaction. <laughs> no reactions. Yeah, just dead right. air. Lots silence. of silence. Yeah, I see that. Um, yeah, I, I was brought in for validation. Just to uh, listen and laugh. And then yeah. Yeah. Just to listen and laugh. Yeah. And then people started to tell us to stop laughing. Oh, so yeah. then we had to re- reformat, rethink it. I uh, had to go to laugh therapy and change it. <laughs> and it didn't work. I feel like laugh therapy usually helps you laugh more, right? No? Yeah. my This was more like, doctor, please fix, fix this. this. Uh, Take away my sense of humor. Make me miserable, yeah. please. I have a podcast, you know. Yeah. yeah. Very important. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, real legitimate anthology basically has a new theme each season or each mini series. Can you walk us through what sparked your idea to format the podcast that way? Totally. It was kind of accidental. I I mean, I like I'm someone when I watch things, for instance, I like watching movies rather than series because and the same with like listening to audio dramas and stuff because if it's like 14 seasons, if it's like 400 hours I know I'm never gonna finish it I'm never gonna get to the good bit I'm never gonna like feel that moment where you're like oh wow it all makes sense in the end yeah the conclusion there's a there's a conclusion there's a 100 percent like 100 percent so I wanted to and then when I was writing and making real legitimate actors it kind of came to an end and I was like okay so like it do I try and like make did I just make a podcast and that's it or can I start again and then I was also like oh I have all these other ideas and all these like cool directions that I would want to take it so that's it that's the reason that it it is like an anthology mini of mini series yeah that makes sense cool that reminds me of like um a hundred percent yeah a lot yeah. of people yeah bring yeah. that up um and yeah. is it all interrelated it. <laughs> you know that's a question that I don't know and mm-hmm. I could no. you know yeah it right. could be possibilities are endless well i noticed this is my uh, my next question was there's a trend here they all start with a's yes is there a reason for that is there a reason that they're all start with a's at the beginning to keep our la that is is such a deep question and the answer is to keep rla for like social media and people who don't want to write real legitimate apparitions and okay all right so it's just so you're going to continue to just name every single one yeah Uh, well um i'm gonna try you're gonna try you're gonna yeah. do your best because i was like i mean 
right now there's obviously it started with actors and then apocalypse <laughs> I feel is like a I feel like I feel like now after apocalypse there's also time later right. right now right. yeah between apocalypse and actors there's definitely like a lot of places to land like so I feel like I was safe yeah. from doing that like your expectations did you go through like a Bo Burnham like coming of like like depression and during the, uh, the actor to apocalypse? Yeah, there was a lot of things happening in my life and a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I, well, I had, I had, it, I was being happy and fun for, for too much and I wanted to get a, a little more like, you know, like sad and aggressive. Um, and then real legitimate apparitions that just started. Um, allow me to tell you a little yes. bit about it. Um yeah, so it follows the, the main yes. character, the lead, and kind of the host of Real Legitimate Apparitions is a, a troubled man named Dylan McRae. And um, he is 31 years old, and he starts a ghost-catching business called Haunt Force um, to catch ghosts. Um, however, he, re- he, he begins to have these visions that he that we might assume and he might assume are ghosts at first but it turns out that they are probably possibly visions into the past and into the future into his past into into his future um so he has to kind of like deal and grapple with that um and um some themes are like it deals with a little bit with mental health and um post-truth and conspiracy and the feeling of being trapped and uh determinism and like how the uh, space time um yeah so that's that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna find if you're listening to real legitimate apparitions the most recent season we have two clips so do you mind do you mind telling us a little bit about the one the clip yeah i could totally tell you a little bit about the clips totally yeah so um clip one um so uh at this point uh dylan has started his business he's bought his equipment he's hired an employee and uh and we find out that um, Dylan has epilepsy. Um, and prior to the to the clip you're about to hear, Dylan has uh, this event, he calls it, where he feels himself, he's about to have a seizure, but then instead he has a vision in its place, and he sees words written on his wall that say, Dylan, find Spencer. Um, so after that, he's a little bit shook, uh, but he manages to move on, and then all of a sudden he gets a call from a prospective client of Haunt Force. My name is Mrs. Marnie Truco. I, I was told to contact you. You were told? Yes. By who? You have a kind of ability to speak with spirits. Yes? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're calling Haunt Force. Uh, Sorry? Haunt Force. Yeah. The, Haunt Force is the name of the, the business I run. Well... I don't know about that. It's for ghosts, a ghost catching business. I'm looking for Dylan McRae. Yes, this is Dylan McRae. Dylan, I am a spiritual person. Okay. I believe there is a beyond. Yeah. I believe in the afterlife. And I believe that sometimes the afterlife can intersect with our current lives. Right. You have an ability, Dylan, that has been brought to my attention. By who? I'd like you to come to my place of residence and conduct a seance. Great. Uh, the Haunt Force team is, is happy to take on your case. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your ghost. Oh, it's not my ghost. Oh, no? I'm still alive. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> the ghost in your house. Spencer is dead. My husband, he recently passed on. And I'd like to book an appointment for you to come to my house and contact his lost soul. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, okay. And then there's another clip. Yeah. So, um, uh, so now, um, he is at Mrs. Marnie Truco's house. You just heard in that clip. Um, and they're about to conduct a seance to, to speak to Mrs. Marnie Truco's husband, Spencer. Um, he's performing his ghost conjuring incantation when he feels another event coming on. I tried to focus on something happy. Relaxing. Cerberus, curator of Silenti, Sinophasmatis, Vinir Contra Michi. Rachel. I focused on my sister, Rachel. Phasmatis, Radix, Quad, Causa Vita, Commodo, Adios, Suffragium, Mihi, and Mios, Nicotia. But then I looked back at the ancient woman. Gratius, Agovo, Cerberus. She was staring at me. Pro, Tabelli, Silentio, Transio. As if she knew something was about to happen. Gratius, Agophasmatis. And I thought of the name. Pro young CEO me Spencer in Mios Nisus <gasps> The old lady faded as if she was only half there. You know when you like hold one hand in front of your face and look past it and one eye can see what's behind the hand and one can just see the hand and it's as if you could see like both things at the same time. It kinda looked like that. The air got colder. A breeze filled the room. My legs straightened and I stood up. The song filled my mind. My head turned and looked at Thomas. I could both see him and not see him. In fact, I could see the wall behind him, which was different. The wood paneling had been removed and I could see the insulation and brick behind it. The table and chairs seemed to fade as well. And uh, then I heard a voice say, hello. Mm. Nice. So that kind of, um, that, that's raised some new questions for me, these uh, synopsis and clips that you've I, that's, I, now that makes gone sense. through. Um, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there, is there, are you drawing from some sort of personal experiences at all here? Like in terms, or like someone you know, or something you've seen? Because I feel like these are very, um, or or like in movies you've watched. I feel totally. like these are very um, Yeah, definitely. Specific. Well, definitely, like um, when I was growing up, my mom had epilepsy. So I had a little bit of like experience with, with that. Um, but then in writing it, I was watching the TV sh- show Dark on Netflix, a German one. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, and that is like all like time travel on top of time travel on top of time travel. And it's all this kind of network. And the fun thing about that, which we discover in operations, is that you might be able to, to like travel in time, but you can't change time. So by the time you get to a point, you're like, oh, I'm going to change that in the future. By the time it, you get there, you're like, oh, now I know why I have to do the thing that I do. You know what I mean? So, right. So those right, right, that right, that's right. like the right. one of the most like biggest influences. It's also kind of like Twilight Zone ish and and uh, and in that kind of vein. Gotcha. Sweet. So 
I'm definitely interested in obviously listening to the show and um, I think our listeners are going to really enjoy it and I'm just wondering if you could tell us a little bit about who would love who would love to listen to the show like who are the listeners that you're hoping to capture like if you have kind of an experience with like there's there's a whole world of podcasts out there and audio dramas is like a little sliver of it so if 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 you are if you are accustomed to living listening to podcasts that are not like just people chatting but a little bit more like television for your ears or like a little movie mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. then then that's for you also if you're interested in ghosts paranormal hello your listeners mm-hmm. that's, that's you us. and um <laughs> yeah our listeners are cuz our listeners are kind of more uh, they like storytelling and they like paranormal, but they also don't like to shit their pants over the paranormal. Like, yeah. they don't want to feel, like, unsafe. Um, so I feel like storytelling is, like, a good good kind of, um, genre, like, medium for them. Like, they, they'll enjoy something like that because they'll be like, oh, this exactly. is fictional. I know this yeah, is fictional. this has never yeah. happened. I'm um, not claiming it's happened. Yeah, yeah, this has never happened. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not to say that they don't enjoy the true stories, but they also, like, there's there's a point where they're like, thank God that you guys have some humor and well, you lightheartedness know what? And, throughout. And the two Otherwise, clips that I showed are, are not funny. Um, but but there right, is a, no, no, there, yeah, there no. is a yeah. ton of comedy in it because Dylan is a pretty weird guy and he's hosting a podcast. And so you hear him start to like have to like deal with how as an awkward person to like host a podcast and and then talk to your listeners um and he has phone calls with his sister and his employee is weird so there's definitely comedy and 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 i like i hope like in all of my the things that in all of the real legitimate anthologies there's comedy throughout because i feel like comedy makes it feel a little bit more real because real life i think is more funny than dramatic so Dramatic things yeah, happen, but, like, the sure. backdrop is usually, like, life is weird and funny. Yeah, you kind of have to take it um, not so seriously or else it's going to be pretty depressing. It's, it's always nice to get creeped out, but not have to feel like you have to sage your home afterwards. I don't like listening to, like, things where I'm, like, lying in bed, like, afraid that that they're going to come get me, you know? Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> we had someone, or I heard a comedian actually say that he heard a story about and you might know this comedian and I cannot think of his name for the life of me he has has the driest sense of humor he had a Netflix special and he said someone once told him about he left his foot outside of his bed um and someone came by and tickled his foot or something it wasn't him he was hearing a story of someone doing this to to someone else and he's like you know what the story didn't really affect me in the moment but then every single time I would now go to bed I would refuse to let my foot dangle on the side of the bed because I was afraid that someone would fucking come by and grab my foot well now I'm not gonna lie to you I'm, I'm 30 years old and I still don't like like having my foot uncovered hanging off the side of the bed nope you know there you go nope like yeah. this is that's yeah. this that's serious I have to deal with that Every but night. why is that? Why are we so? I what is the, it, it must be our childhood traumas that we forget. When we were babies. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. When we were ba- the monsters under the bed were real uh, things. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can kind of uh, wrap up about uh, real legitimate anthology. Is there anything um, that you would like listeners to know in terms of when they can listen to it, when they can, uh, where they should go to hear it? Uh, we can recap that at the end of this episode as well. But well, like, like I'm on the it's uh, RLA is on the the Sonar Network the way that like your show is. So if you click yeah. on over there, you can yes. find it. Um, if you search real legit in pretty much any podcast app you'll it it will suggest real legitimate anthology so you don't have to spell legitimate um and uh <laughs> <laughs> i can yeah okay, okay beautiful um and uh, uh yeah so any any podcast app um and the socials are at rla series perfect so i mean on most of our episodes uh with guests we try to talk about paranormal experiences or those of anyone they know. So we're just wondering if you can share with us any true, and I put that in uh, air quotes just to, yeah. Never Because you never know, who knows, <laughs> uh, true spooky stories that you've... Well, you know, totally. And and so I kind of like cast around for like a scary story that would that would kind of fit the bill. Okay. Um, a kind of like ghost story. Um, I, I don't know if it's true, but um yeah. it's 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 gonna work it's gonna work Perfect. so um <laughs> let me let me set the scene for you we have uh, marianne who's the main character the friend of mine and she's a funeral director i love this already and um you love it. i love it perfect um and being a funeral director you know like that like to be scared around bodies is 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 something so if something scary happens which we're about to hear means that it was probably pretty pretty bad for them to actually think like oh this is a scary story and i'm a totally. funeral director yeah um so at, at this is this happened a few few years ago and at night she was uh kind of like to get extra income working in the basement of the funeral home which is the cooling room downstairs where they have all these like shelves they have something called a baby shelf um for the um for the dead for deceased the children oh, for the babies wow. yeah it's called a baby oh, baby shelf that's really sad. um so, so, she, but anyway, she's working down there with all of the bodies underneath the funeral home, and um, she's working with the, this old guy, and um, all of a sudden, upstairs in the funeral home, she hears this scream, like this blood-curdling scream, and she's freaked out, and she says, oh my gosh, what was that? Maybe somebody broke in, right? Maybe somebody's, like, really hurt, so she goes upstairs, up to the funeral home, up these, like, narrow stairs. And she gets up there and she looks around and she doesn't see anyone. She doesn't see any, like, sign of anyone who broke in or anyone hurt. So she decides to go back downstairs and she walks down the narrow stairs. And when she's about halfway, she hears the blood-curdling scream again right behind her head is what she said. And she didn't scream and she didn't run. The first thing she did was peer pants. Uh, Yeah. And then I she sounds about right. Right. Yeah. And then she walked down the, to the bottom of the flight. She turned around. And there was nothing there. Oh, my God. No. No. No, thank you. It's a, it's a true parent. True creepy story. That is. It's a true creepy story. Um, there are things that I want to know, but it didn't happen to you, so I don't know what to to ask. Ask her if she ever wants to be on the show. Yeah, she's, she's, <laughs> a, 
Is that the only story she had, or is that the most significant one that she, that? You think? She also she she want. I didn't want to talk tell you much about the baby shelf, but she wanted to talk a lot about the baby shelf and how she would like oh. hear crying sometimes. No. And she's also had a kid, so she was like she 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 was like I like know this sound um right it wasn't it was a familiar sound yeah exactly but this old dude she was working with was like told her one time oh that happens all the time Um, (gasps) when you said she was working with an old dude i almost went like was he alive was he 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 just lay he he lay on the cooling table sometimes and he would get up (laughs) help her out and then lay back down He's an intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His job is to just act as the body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. As the only pregnant one here, I don't know why I find the baby. Like, I don't know why I'm laughing at the term you baby are, shelf. You are laughing quite. This is, the term baby shelf shouldn't be funny in no. this context no. at all. Um in any other context, it's kind of funny, but it's not. I might just be laughing to mask my fear. Yes. Yeah, that's really not okay. Um, but that is that is crazy. I can only imagine that those uh, funeral directors experience quite a bit of things Mm-mm. and like yeah, maybe just walk it out. Totally. Just kind of I would, and I was it. kind of shocked that she had 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 this like story because I was like, well, I'm sure you're just going to be like, well, obviously there's no such thing as ghosts, but um, right, know, but. But she was like, no, there is. There There is. is. Yeah. For her. There's at least a screaming lady and crying babies at that funeral home that we know of, for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I worked with a girl who also worked at a funeral home before she worked at the insurance company. And uh, I tried to, like, get her to tell me good stories. I was like, oh, anything, anything really good happened? And she's like, no, it was a very sad and serious job. And I was like. Okay, Nicole, thanks. You don't mess around with that kind of, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. So you said you expected her to say that ghosts, there's no such thing. Is that because you personally are uh, a skeptic or is, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm totally, totally skeptic. I don't, but you know what? I do get really scared of ghosts. So while I don't believe in them, I'm also like terrified of them. I used to like my buddy and I, um, this was like way back. This is in like 2011 or 12, no, 2012 or 13. And um, he would come over um, and we would film these short, short little movies about ghosts and we would like get really stoned and try to like get a ghost to come out and like like scare um scare us for the movie and we would just get terrified of literally like anything once a bag fell off a couch and i started to cry (laughs) like no joke um so i'm totally like i i behave like i believe in ghosts but i i don't really believe in ghosts I find most men don't. Most of the men that we've talked to have like a real healthy dose of skepticism. Except for Cody Crane. Except for Cody Crane, who I'm has seen right. ghosts. Like yes. multiple ghosts. Like multiple. Great. Yeah. Like Apparently, his whole life. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able I to, know. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I feel like if I, if I had no. seen multiple ghosts within my life, I would be like, 
I wouldn't leave I my know. house. Unless the ghosts and were there, and then I'd have to leave my house, and I'd have to, like... Cody Crane right. is ready to fight any ghost. He will take But that's the down. issue. How do, you, how do you take down a, you know, like, a non-corporeal being? Apparently, know. you just challenge them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll challenge them. I dare this ghost. I dare this ghost. Uh, yeah, you just kind of... Uh, I, I, no, it's fine. I, I do, I do feel like most men have like a healthy dose of skepticism, but it's funny because when most, most men, I don't want to say like every guy, because we've had guys on the show who, who do believe or who have seen things, but just as like my husband as an example, um, doesn't believe in it. Nothing's going to happen when you die, whatever. And then, uh, I was scared of something like ghosts or something he had fallen asleep in the basement and I was alone in our bedroom so I went to go wake him up to be like please come upstairs and he was doing that whole like "Mm, no I'm sleeping I'm fine and then I was like okay well I'm just gonna leave you down here with the ghosts by yourself that man got up so quickly yeah Yeah. he was so afraid and I was like you do believe you're just saying you don't believe to not scare yourself yeah I think the more that people uh say that they don't believe it's just they don't want to invite the idea right it's it's if you open that that can of worms then your life is going to change and I I I, yeah. I don't want to believe in ghosts. Maybe that's what it is. I don't want to believe. That's in my ghosts. thing. That that's my thing. I've always said that. You're just like happy to not see it at all and yeah. continue, like that's yeah, that's fair. That is fair. When there have been there when there have been instances in my life where maybe I've been a bit more receptive and something has something has happened, I've been like absolutely fucking not shut it down. Because <laughs> when something actually become scary you're like no this is not real this is not real this is not real but if it's kind of like not that scary you're like oh uh, maybe it is real i saw something one time it becomes just that little bit more uncertain and like there's a you're like "Uh uh-uh okay fuck this i'm not gonna even open my mind to it yeah and then usually it does it does cease and like I was even editing an episode a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, we were doing, a, we did an episode about serial killer ghosts. And I was writing the description for this specific serial killer ghost who was haunting his old farmhouse. And I'm writing and all of a sudden I'm hearing this humming noise. And it's not coming from any device nothing it's just like and it's like an audible like person humming so I'm just like what the fuck so I'm like as I'm typing it's hum- it's going mm, mm, and I'm stopping and then it would stop and then it, I would type again and then it would hum again and it was every time I put my, and I was like this isn't happening like this is definitely not happening right now like how there's got to be an explanation for this you know in real legitimate apparitions when he is um having his like uh movement ghost time travel things he hears this song that keeps coming back to him um and and i and i think that's really interesting about like like the idea of like not only like visions but also like sounds like all those sounds and yes yeah scary songs and humming yeah so yeah i i quickly finished my description Uh of it and like shut my computer and then it never came back. And I was like, what? It was, specifically it was only that. when you were writing so about it the, happening just the farmer, the haunted I, farmer. 
the guy, well, he, he wasn't a farmer. He lived on a farm, but like he was a serial killer haunting How his farm. How do you farm. live on your farm killed, on a farmer? I don't know. They didn't, it's not in his will. So okay. they didn't talk about his farming skills. Uh, so they were focused on the multiple murders. Mostly um. focused on the multiple homicides that were committed on the farm. Not like, not the agriculture. Yes. Kind yeah. Of like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, you guys really know how to run a podcast, eh? That's like that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a done. very good yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was my experience where I was like, I haven't really been open to this, and I wasn't even open to it in the moment. But I was like, I gotta just finish this and ship it. It's friggin' twelve a.m. This episode needs to come out at six a.m. Yeah. I don't have time to put this away and, and and figure out whether or not this is going to kill me or or not. Um, and in the episode, it's literally a guy living in his condo like he's a real man living in the condo and he sees a dead man run through his condo being chased by what he assumes is this serial killer um oh my god like to the point where wood chips entered his condo of this no entity no 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 yes okay yes yeah okay and the yeah. knocker that'll do on his door, that'll do nicely the knocker yeah. on his door he heard knocking like g- aggressively open the door no one's there but the knocker was like halfway up and he was like oh so God. someone was clearly just knocking the and then banging he- on his yeah. yeah so if that doesn't scare the shit out of you i don't know who will um well that yeah. i yeah the shit's gone that's yeah. um shit's gone yeah. So anyway, <laughs> out. That, okay. That, so I was I was scared. Um, that was the last time I became actually scared of my surroundings, mm-hmm. which wasn't that long. A couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's 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 absolutely no. Nothing like that has ever. I've never seen wood chips. And, no. And that's the no. scariest part. Never seen. I've never seen them. I've never, never seen wood seen chips. <laughs> wood chips are the real ghost here. <laughs> Do you believe in wood chips? You guys believe in wood chips? John. Okay. <laughs> myth. Wood chips are a myth. Um, okay. Well, I think we can probably get into our yeah. uh, our game of Would You Rather. Mm. Are you ready for a spooky game of Would You Rather? Yeah, um, I'm ready. Do, do I need anything? Um, Just your listening ears. Okay. Just, yep. And an open mind. Okay, so we're going to get into our would-you-rathers. So I'll start. Mm -hmm. If you were in a horror movie situation, would you rather have a loaded gun or a car that you knew would not break down? 100% the car that would not break down. 100%. Yeah, because it's Because whatever you're... I mean, first of all, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I've never shot a... Well, you talk maybe, no. you know what I mean. I've never. Yeah, if if there was a ghost in front of me, I wouldn't be like, okay, I have to make sure the safety is off, and I have to right. figure out how to load this thing. I, you know, a car that would not. If you had just said car, I would have chosen car. But a car that would not break uh-huh. down. Oh my gosh, you could just keep right? driving forever, run away forever. from your yeah. problems. That's me. I mean, if he, if the person, I mean, got into the car, you might have problems. Mm. Uh, you might need to use your own physical strength to end the situation, but other than that, just strangle him with a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> just drive fast and open the door and pop him out. That's that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if he got in the trunk and then 
buried his way through the trunk. Oh my gosh! What kind of what, is this? Is this? Wh- who is this? This is just my mind. <laughs> Overthinking. You it's know? me. <laughs> this is just because I'm a woman and I have to think about this every so time true. I get in the car. I would. Uh, <laughs> I yes, one hundred percent. I I I would much rather. I think there are more variables with the gun. Like, what if they're like the gun? Just the bullet. Is that what it's called? The bullet just like sails through them. <laughs> and. <laughs> and. <laughs> you know what? Go with the car. Yeah. Go yeah, with the yeah. car. With I the don't car, know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I would say. Also, a thing. car can be used as a weapon. 100%. Too. Like just, just a run away. 100%. And it could be a weapon. Yeah. So I'm with you on that one. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know. I, I feel like you would be someone who would know these people, so I wanted to include this. Um, would you rather have dinner with Stephen King or Wes Craven? Oh, man. Um, I would... I I think... Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. Okay, I know. I think Stephen King is a weirder <laughs> person, so I'd rather have dinner with him, I would say. Dinner with him? Yeah, yeah it would be a little bit more interesting. About- I think, and he would, um, he would be able to, to, to tell me, like, you know, like, how he writes such weird, th- also super right. simple things, you know what I mean? Like, the things yeah. he writes simple are simple and terrifying, simple, simple but terrifying, but terrifying. Yeah. like, the one about the, like, yeah. the, like, guy who's, like, strapped, and there's just, like, a pendulum that's, like, slowly killing him, like, how do you write that into a short story, and, like, have it be taught in English class, you know, and yet... That's what happens. So Tell that's my choice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I would. Uh, would I. Pick? I would agree. I feel like he's like a lit. Well, he's like literary royalty, yeah. right? So like, I would agree with that one. Because like for Wes Craven, I would just be like, "Tell me about Scream." Right. Right. Like. Yeah. I no. Right. <laughs> I would. Mo- I would definitely yeah. rather hang out with Wes Wes Craven. But if I had a d- one yeah, dinner, sure. I would choose. I agree. I agree too. Yeah. Okay. Which sound would you rather hear while home alone at night? The Baba Duke? I don't know what the sound is. Baba Duke. Have you seen Baba Duke? I watched the movie. Okay. So you know the sound it makes, like when it does, it just goes Baba Duke. Yeah, that that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or the tongue clicking noise from Hereditary. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one's the worst. Yeah, I would 100% Baba Duke. Yeah. yeah, me cool. too. Because a hundred percent. Because like at the end of at the end of Baba Duke, I don't like I mean I don't want to spoil the film for anybody who hasn't watched it. I'm but probably like, not gonna watch it, but that's fine. Go ahead. Oh you oh okay. Is Neither it really of you good? It. Should I watch it? It's you know, it's great. It's not like it's not it's it's nice, it's not like terrifyingly scary. Yeah. Um which is why I would rather hear Baba Duke. But it's also it's more a little bit more like um like uh, a good movie than like a good horror movie you know what I mean like I think oh at the end there's all these allegories about like it's the depression yeah that's what Bubba Duke is it's not yes. that like Bubba I'm um, gonna go with hereditary no. it's just a little girl she dies she's terrifying like, she's terrifying she is terrifying that image of her getting her head but that's okay so yeah. but but she didn't do that today. like that's why i'm not afraid of her like yeah, she didn't but I do feel anything like she did like i feel like she <laughs> she's horrifying in every 
And the thing is, is that if I heard that noise, I would just like not like, yeah, think of the girl, but also just think of that movie, which was pretty, which was really terrible. Which was horrifying. So overall. it's just like, yeah. I have a little segue. You, you want to hear this little segue? It's about, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It's about, it, it's not the ring, but it's the grudge. Remember the grudge yes. that came out? Mm. Okay. Yes. So the grudge is a little boy who meows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the trailer. Um, so mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I saw the trailer uh, on an ad and was so terrified that I, uh, so I was falling asleep that night and I had do- a cat, I had a cat that could open the front door of my parents' house because it was a latch no. and I was falling asleep and thinking of that terrifying trailer and then I heard below me the front door go like patak, patak, patak and then open and then I heard meow and I oh, no. lost it. I thought that grudge child was, was entering oh. my house. No, I would have slept on the floor in my parents' room if that happened to me. I don't care how old I was. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. So not not uh, that sound. So you definitely not that sound. Okay, so I'm going with Babadook. You're going in with the clicking noise because you're crazy. Okay, speaking of parenthood, who would you rather babysit? Chucky or Damien from The Omen? Like, I feel like it's really a question of would you rather a kid with ADHD babysit or a kid who is going to stare you down for the three hours 100%. that you're there, but you actually don't have to do too much. Right. Exactly. Like, I feel like uh, how long is this babysitting session? Is it like a three right. hour little forever. stint? Like, I could, I could hang out with Damien for three hours and like just be like, OK, let's watch TV and then like leave after that. I feel like if I was baby chitting, oh. baby chitting, um, babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I was babysitting um, uh, Chucky, it would three hours would just be hell. Like the whole three hours would just be like the a mess. Thing, yeah. But w- I would much rather live my life with Chucky than live my life with the devil incarnate. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, my choice is definitely Chucky. Uh, I just don't want to be around Damien, uh, someone who's possessed by the literal devil. All right, you're next. Oh yes, I am. Would you rather try to? Oh, sorry. Would you rather try to open a bag of Doritos in a quiet place, the movie, or unload the dishwasher in the Jurassic Park kitchen? Are the? Oh my God, that's a. This is a. This is the first one. This where one I'm like, is. I don't know, this is tough. Because a quiet place, like I would much rather face a dinosaur than face whatever the quiet place well, thing is. They are, yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, but then again, like in a quiet place, I feel like it could take like three hours to open a bag of Doritos and just make sure it's super quiet. You know what I mean? I could like find yeah. scissors. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wrong. I don't think that that's the question. Okay. I don't think that we can okay. take okay. a loophole there. Okay. So <laughs> it has and to be with your hands. It's got to be like if you're in Jurassic Park <laughs> and the dinosaurs are everywhere, uh, it's going to be pretty hard to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm gonna ch- I'm gonna choose the Dorito bag. Okay, I'm with you. Pilot. Yeah, Good. I am. Yeah the the intelligence that they showed in that raptor scene was that is that is traumatizing for my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you could really quickly open the bag of Doritos and then throw something across the room to make a louder noise to distract it, and they'd be like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" Um, that would be my go-to move in the dishwasher scene do they know that the that they're there the uh, raptors so the raptors they're the two kids are in like a kitchen yeah and they're 
how do I explain it? Like they're like I'm picturing like a prep kitchen, so like rows of like yeah. countertops. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like scooting around on the floor so the raptors can't see them, but they can hear them. Yeah. And so the raptors start like teaming up to hunt them where yeah. like the one raptor is distracting them, whatever. But if you're unloading a, you have to also you have to unload a whole dishwasher. Yeah, that's a lot of noise. Yeah. Is this dishwasher? Are we talking about like a thousand little like like ramekins, or are we talking about like you know like utensils, right? Like right. I'm picturing. I'm just picturing the dishwasher at my home. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to unload there. Oh, I feel yeah. lot to unpack there. Oh, thank you. I don't. Um, it's, that's okay. I, I will have one one day, I promise. Um, dishwashers, are they even real? Yeah, I grew up with a dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> and not having one is so, so What were they like, the dishwasher you grew up with? Were they, <laughs> was your friend or... <laughs> It was like a buddy of yours. I grew, grew up in the east end of Hamilton. So like I was one of the kids who had a dishwasher that made me feel really special right. and important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now that I don't have one, it's kind of just like I've I've gone back regressed. in life. I've regressed in life right. without my dishwasher. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I digress. Uh, I would pick the bag of Doritos as well. Okay. Would you rather wake up buried alive? Or in a zombie apocalypse. Wow. Mm. And these are, these are getting harder and harder and harder. Um, I feel like I would rather wake up in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah, because I like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like um, the like um, uh, Kill Bill scene where she's she wakes up buried she's in the coffin she has to dig herself out yes um, yes yes and so uh, it's like making that, my heart palpitate yeah. like, right. like it my anxiety is just my my main thing is that if you woke up and like on the news they're like it's a zombie apocalypse you could talk to people about it you could be like hey so what are we gonna do how are we gonna like yeah you have to to figure it out yeah, yeah, yeah. who's got weapons like, yeah right and you, you feel like where are those what are they called bullets <laughs> 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 like Ariel and the Little call, Mermaid. You call Woody Harrelson, and then you're fine. Um, exactly. If you if you if you're in if you're under the ground, there's no one to talk to. It's just like you have to deal with this issue immediately on your own. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I I would probably I would want help. Yeah, for sure. I also don't, uh, I'm short. I'm only 5'2". And if I was buried six feet under, like, even if I got myself right side up in a coffin, I still got to pull myself through another foot. You could just put it in a six foot deep hole. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I'm not making it out of there. It would be, it would be like a long, painful death where, like suffocating, whereas if a zombie ate me it would be much quicker than suffocating you think i feel like they like gnaw on you a bit a horde of zombies got you i watch the Mm. walking dead still they're just so slow like they're so slow yeah Yeah. well not the 28 days later zombies those are you're right you're right you're right i guess it depends on which zombie apocalypse we're talking about that's true which world are we living in (laughs) also i'm thinking like zombies are dead people and dead people are decaying decaying so it's like you know like i can take you Uh, um okay you feel like pre-pandemic um 
zombies. I always thought like world pandemic was on the same level as zombie apocalypse. And so I now I feel kind of like zombie apocalypse is a little bit more likely than it was before. Yeah, like you're ready for it. Or just like a bit more prepared even. Yeah. Right. You're like I lived through COVID. Uh, (laughs) Well it's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, through which movie's cornfield would you rather take a leisurely nighttime stroll? <laughs> Signs or Children of the Corn? Um, well, okay, I haven't seen Children of the Corn, but I'm assuming that there are children in that and cornfields corn in field. that. And they probably, yeah, like, sing and dance. Either. And they probably, like, have a great time running through the corn. Mm. Children... <laughs> They make you a corn husk doll. Corn husk dolls. Um, <laughs> corn parties. Um, <laughs> I so I I I'd love to hang out with the children of the corn. They sound okay. wonderful. Um, I know Signs is yeah, Signs is a scary film. So I probably Signs is want to scary be, and very yeah. like I feel like they have to just like run for their lives. That right. well, not run, but like there's a lot happening there that they need to escape from um i need to look up what children of the corn is this is a very serious decision so i've seen children of the corn okay but it's not like as action-packed type of like horror it's kind of just like these creepy weird children in the corn and they'll like in a cornfield who will kill you like it's Oh. You could kind of be their friend. Like, I mean, they're just fucking weird people. Are they, are they like real, real humans or are they supposed to be like ghosts or they no, they're real, I'm, I'm it's yeah, kind of like that. Oh. Uh no, <laughs> I don't know. Um so okay, the synopsis is a young couple is trapped in a remote town where a dangerous religious cult yeah. of children believes that everyone over the age of 18 must be killed. Yeah. Hmm. I cannot. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I like. You know what? You're not wrong. You know? Like, <laughs> no. I used to. Just, like three years ago, I was I was still getting carded, but now I'm, they've given up on me. So. No. The children of the corn are. You're the, trying to enter the cult? The, you the, can't come in here. You're too old. Um, they keep denying me. You want to join our summer camp in the corn? Let's see your ID. <laughs> You know what? Um, the, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I could take on. Um, I don't the think aliens? I could. No, I, it's surprising because alien being abducted by aliens is one of my biggest fears. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But I don't think I could take on a religious cult of children. Like I feel like they would definitely kill me um i would i feel like i would fare better with the aliens maybe they could teach me i don't know like if they're gonna abduct me which is like literally my biggest fear uh then um you you meet some children in the corn who want to kill you and you you're like listen kids i'm a person i might be over the age of 18 it's okay don't kill me you meet an alien and you say look i'm a human you're alive. Let's not kill each other. And they go like, you can't kill Have, exactly. you, have exactly you met anyone who's like extremely religious before? Like, <laughs> they're not they're pretty much saying exactly what their idea. I actually think I'd fare better with the aliens. 
You can rationalize. At least there's some logic with the alien. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. I could be like, I'm a human too. And I'm over the age of 18. And they'd be like, boom, see you later. (laughs) Done. They do not care. Um, With the aliens, at least, like, maybe there's a chance they'll take me aboard the ship. Show me the galaxies. I didn't expect this one to be as controversial as it's become, to be honest. And then they'll be like, you're really fucking up the planet. Stop. Using plastic. Well, has anyone watched the uh, the one with uh, Chris Pratt or whatever recently? Uh, Tomorrow oh, War? No. No? no? I, okay, no. so that one's all aliens, and that's like, I want nothing to do with aliens after seeing that one, because they are fucking ruthless. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. They, I, I, I definitely believe they'll mess you up a lot more than some kids at a summer camp. Who believe yeah them. yeah i, I, I feel like i could get away from the children of the corn if, if i had a pitchfork i'd be able to fight them off or something like they're children right yeah. like they like yeah, literally the question is are you more scared okay. of children or aliens you're can I ask about you, to have a child can I ask you a question you're leaving you're leaving the lcbo you've had a long week and you see a group of teens you're gonna tell me you're not scared my whole life it doesn't matter like as a child i'd see a group of teens and be like man i hope those teens don't make fun of me as a teenager i'd see a group of teens and be like man i hope those kids don't make fun of me and see a group of aliens and a group of teenagers yeah (laughs) i'm still afraid no okay realistically no if it's nighttime and i'm up against a group of children with weapons in a cornfield who like live in this cornfield and know it much better than I do or aliens on my turf. Come on. I don't know, man. Right. They're, they're aliens. Disagree. On I'm also in disagreement. No. Oh my God. I have, the, I have the winning argument. I have okay, the winning here we argument. Go. Here we go. In the movie signs at the end of the movie, we find out that their weakness is water. Oh, true. that's true. I win. True. <laughs> You're right. To the end of the children of the corn. Um, Everyone dies. I'm pretty sure they kill the majority of the people. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, that's why fair. there's a children I, of the corn. That's why there's a uh, children of the corn too. Yeah, killed enough people okay. to make a sequel. <laughs> okay, well that, that's great to know. I do remember that, and that's a good point. Next time I see an alien, I'll just like pour water. Throw some water. And just that'll fix the problem. Unless sure. they're nice and want to teach us how to save our planet, then we then we let them. Then they're about thirty <laughs> years too late. Yeah, yeah that's true. We'll send you first. <laughs> To yeah. Try to negotiate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. She doesn't want to see teenagers. She'd rather go see the aliens. Yeah. You guys aren't teenage aliens, are you? <laughs> Don't <laughs> not fuck around. <laughs> oh frick. Oh man. All right. Um that's the last question we have for uh Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. We've really like gone down. a lot about you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've all just learned a lot about each other. I think we all just I learned went through a lot about myself. When your child turns into a teenager, I, I wish them the best. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. <laughs> Not going to an LCBO with them. Um, okay, well, awesome. well, Ian, it was amazing to have you on this uh, episode of Paranormal. Uh, if you want to listen to Real Legitimate Anthology and the the latest installment, um, you can do so. Ian, would you mind repeating the places where people can find Absolutely, yeah. Like uh, like the show you're listening to now, Paranormal, you can find it at uh, the Sonar Net- Network website. 
uh, mm-hmm. Real Legitimate anthology and anywhere you get your podcast you can just type in real legit and it'll suggest real legitimate anthology perfect and to find you if anyone wants to connect with you and follow you on anything at ian geldart on instagram and twitter and then at rla series on instagram and twitter perfect awesome well that's it for this episode, that's everyone. That's it, guys. Thank you Stay so much spooky. For me. Thank you so much to, for listening. And uh, yeah, check. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We're excited for you. And we're excited to continue listening to the show. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. that show biz, baby. Stay spooky, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.